0: stand and deliver. Give us all you've got. No, this isn't the hold-up. All will be explained. I'm Rob Lawrence and this is EMS One Stop. A year ago New Jersey paramedic Charlene Barber of Hackensack Meridian Health of JFK EMS and Natalie Zink, paramedic and now Medical College of Georgia medical student entered a competition, the prize to speak on the national stage at EMS World Expo. This year's disruption of COVID-19 denied them the actual podium but the power of Zoom gave them the virtual stage. The competition was stand and deliver the opportunity for future EMS idols to show their X-factor with their presentational skills, public speaking ability and great industry knowledge. Fast forward to 2020 to the virtual EMS World Expo and Barber presented on Bias, Culture and Purpose and Zinc joined a panel in a session entitled Bariatric, Psychologic and Gynecologic. EMS has got talent and this great programme has delivered two speakers to the National Circuit. Now in its second year, Stand and Deliver allowed yet more speakers to come forward, and I felt very privileged to be the British judge in this special reality show. I was excited to be joined by a stellar panel of judges, including such names as Barashansky, Liebig, Colopy, Losgar, Covellian, Fries and more. All gave generous amounts of their time to greet, listen to, offer valuable critique, and I suspect in many cases continue to mentor what turned out to be an amazing pool of new talent. Greg Fries actually beat me to the jump when he announced that Stand and Deliver is one of the best things to come out of this year's EMS World Expo virtual conference. The format saw the speaker logging into Zoom and after introductions launched into their virtual set with judges only three at a time, listening in to the content to ensure there was engagement, style, actual content comprehension, great visual presentation, and that the overall package was up to the national podium. The responses, all positive, upbeat, and delivered with a view to raising the game of those entering, were well received, and throughout the process, stars emerged. In their critique and mentoring observation, the judges made some great points about presenting and presence. I've also added my take from years of both delivering and watching, So here are my four takeaways on delivering a captivating presentation. First up, personality, dominating the camera. Ray Barashansky put it best when he said all speakers must be masters of edutainment. To engage the audience requires not only subject matter knowledge, but also stage presence. Albeit this is harder to do in the virtual arena, but addressing the camera and not your own image on the screen is a great start. A great resource is the online presenting tips and tricks video prepared by the American Ambulance Association and Pro EMS of Cambridge, Massachusetts. This features a segment from Amwest Ambulance of Hollywood CEO Boris Kruttenog. Boris also is a TV and movie character actor and you may have seen him in Red October, Star Trek and he also most recently played a Russian minister in the TV show The Americans. Boris talks about how to dominate the camera and give the performance of your life and the video is embedded within the written article at ems1.com. Second up, voice. Speak with confidence. While the microphone may increase your volume, speak with confidence. Don't shout, but don't whisper either. Use its power and range to convey emphasis, importance, empathy, reassurance and confidence. In fact, imagine you're talking to a patient. Have a glass of water nearby to ensure that you don't dry up. Don't try and cram a 15-minute presentation into a 10-minute slot by talking faster. It will be obvious and you'll lose the crowd. A shorter presentation is in fact, to my mind, harder to pull off as the speaker must develop the story complete with a beginning, a middle and an end containing sufficient learning points in a clear and understandable format. This takes preparation and rehearsal, but is worth it when it happens to time and the clear enjoyment of the audience. My third point is slide construction, and careful selection is key. The days of a slide consisting of just text and bullet points at a conference are over. This was the root cause analysis of that terminal presentational affliction, death, by PowerPoint It's my own view that the slide is nothing more than the handrail you use to guide the audience through your verbal presentation. In other words, it's what you say, how you say it and how you're understood that counts. The slide should contain minimal words and a strong image to convey the thought or point. Careful selection is key, but have a look at a TED Talk or purchase the book Talk Like TED and you will get the idea. My fourth point, video swooshes and sound effects. Less is more. During the nationally declared Zoom epidemic, resist the urge to use video in a presentation as the system, the bandwidth and sketchy internet signal will all conspire against you. Once we do get back into the auditorium, make sure your video is embedded in the computer you are using on the day and not via the airwaves because that is another invitation for a buffering-induced pause. Delivering a smorgasbord of slide transitional effects and sounds, even if it is an amulet siren, is a big no-no. We often talk about the need to nurture and mentor those who will take us forward. But those who stood and delivered have taken the first steps into what will be a very well-known future. In turn, the platform will allow them to develop, discuss and deliver best practices in the future. It is very clear that Stand and Deliver will be a staple of Expo in the future and perhaps with a larger format, enhanced coaching, virtual judges' houses, guest mentors and a finale before a live studio audience. I for one can't wait to see who this year's winner will be, but because of this programme and the way it's enthused both judges and speakers, I think we've all won. Stand and Deliver gets my golden buzzer. That was my view, and also the view of EMS One's very own Greg Fries. I'm now joined by one of the co creators of Stand and Deliver, Kevin Colopy, who's the clinical outcomes manager from New uh, Hanover Regional Medical Center, AirLink, Vitalink Critical Care Transport, which is out of Wilmington, North Carolina. Kevin is the clinical outcomes manager uh, where he oversees the program's research, education, risk management, and quality assurance. Um, he has written many, many articles over the years, 150 articles, I think, uh, and book chapters, 12 peer reviewed research abstracts, and his even greater claim to fame is you, Kevin Colloppy, were one of Greg Freezer's original crewmates, right? Welcome to the show.
1: I, I was, thank you. Greg and I have worked together, both have uh, been each other's supervisors in various capacities over the years. We've been peers and it's been a wonderful relationship to have. I've worked with him for about 18 years now, actually 20 years now. Wow.
0: Very good. I won't ask you if you could do the Greg impression because everybody can really, really well. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about stand and deliver. It is, I, I, I was, as I said, was honored to be the British judge this year. I'm absolutely blown away by the quality, but let's go right back to the beginning. Uh, Kevin, And so talk us through the kind of the the, the nucleus of the idea that started all of this.
1: Sure. So the nucleus or or kind of the brainchild of Stand and Deliver was uh, Scott Snyder, myself, and Sean Killian had been working together, writing the CE column for EMS World for about seven years. And we were looking at and beginning to transition into different things and different roles in life. And Sean called me one evening saying, what if we built something to mentor new speakers. And, and that was really our focus. And in his job, he had transitioned from a paramedic to an emergency medicine resident, to an attending physician at Brigham and Women's Hospital up in Boston. And he was feeling a lot of pressure to really kind of transition his career trajectory. And he wanted to stay involved in EMS. He's been a paramedic in uh, the Bronx, and or in Brooklyn, New York for more than 10 years before going to medical school. And He really wants to stay connected to the profession and in a conversation we were actually uh, i was actually driving to dc at the time Uh, we came up uh, no title no name for it but we knew we wanted to have a new speaker competition where people just showed up they would talk to us they would give their best presentation and we could on the spot help them get better and we were we wanted to help look for that new next up-and-coming presenter that really wasn't getting in the door and we quickly paired that idea with talking to Hillary, when we kind of came to the conclusion of, you know, every year for EMS World Expo, over a thousand submissions are received. And it's really difficult when you're a reviewer to say, wow, this, this gentleman right here, or this lady right here, uh, they're going to be fantastic when their resume says, I'm really passionate about teaching, but I've never had the opportunity. And we kind of looked at it and said, how do we figure out who these, next great speakers are if we can nev- never get them into expo
0: and actually and, you, you came up with you came up with a good point there like you i sift through every year the uh, speaker entries and there's probably a whole podcast an article on what to write and what not to write we we've got the platform now for the for the new speakers this is actually in its second year in my article correct. we hadn't arrived at who had won so kevin would you open the golden envelope and do the grand reveal. Absolutely. Uh, so we are very excited
1: to announce that Jake Good, who is a paramedic firefighter in the southern Midwest, was this year's recipient. Uh, his full name is actually Jake Good Fernandez. And he is very excited. He did a wonderful presentation. I actually did not get to see his uh, but I came in at the end when the judges were giving him feedback. I believe you may actually have been one of his judges. I,
0: I was about to say and yes. I, I, in fact, I, I heard him first when he delivered it. And uh, anyway, I'll give you my view in a second. But but do continue with the the description of the winner. Yeah. So what was
1: amazing is coming into everyone just blown away by his poised professionalism, his confident demeanor, uh, his ability to teach. I heard Greg Freeze talking about his ability to draw artwork on his slides and, and really use that to emphasize his teaching points. And everyone, you could hear everyone's enthusiasm about this young up-and-coming speaker. And so it was really quite nice to see that he won and He has been, he has received official notification that he is guaranteed at least one speaking slot next year at EMS World Expo 2021 in Atlanta, which will be held on October 4th through the 8th
0: and we're looking forward to covering that we're looking forward to attending that we're looking forward to speaking at that and obviously a chance to hopefully if it if it covid allows vaccinations allow etc meet uh, mr good who was i have to say exceptionally good uh shake his hand and uh, listen to what he's got to say because it's the it's people like that that hold the key for the future because eventually this this gentleman will move on to other things and and you're right you arrived i remember now you arrived at the tail end of the judges and i can't believe how enthusiastic we were because for what we heard and I, it was it was sean uh, it was ashley lee big and myself were, were listening into this guy and we were blown away and uh, you know between us we've done a few but to hear that level of presentation professionalism and the ease with which uh, Mr. Good conveyed the subject, and it was about COPD. Actually, he was talking about, um, and therefore, to explain it to the layperson, to the listener as well, was phenomenal. And so, I'm I'm delighted uh, he won. Of course, uh, he was my top top candidate, but uh, you had a lot of judges, uh, and clearly, a lot of work to sift through. So, I'm um, good news. Good news. So. When are we going to put out the ad or the call for next year then, Kevin? And, and what should people be thinking about as they prepare to enter themselves into this free?
1: So you, you, you did mention COVID. And yes, we are very hopeful that by next fall, we are able to have a fully in-person conference and stand and deliver, uh, regardless of how EMS World Expo is present next year, whether it's in-person or virtual, will be a key piece of the conference. Once again, we are very excited to have it continue And what we are going to be looking for is the same thing we looked for this year of a complete mini presentation. So we want you in 15 minutes to take us from hello introduction to the meat of your presentation to a conclusion uh, that engages and captivates the audience is able to, uh, you as a speaker are able to engage in answering questions from the panel of judges or anyone else who is in attendance afterwards. And we're going to give you feedback on the spot. What we are looking forward to modifying this next year for stand and deliver is on when uh wednesday and thursday during the conference we are going to have four blocks of four contestants each so morning afternoon morning afternoon and in each of those four sections we are going to name a semifinalist. and our goal is that on saturday morning in the the classroom that is always in the expo hall at ems world expo that kind of live learning station that's sectioned off to the side that we often get uh, couple hundred people in attendance with, our four semifinalists will have the opportunity to take the feedback they've received from their judges, turn around, adjust it, and then give their presentation again so we can look at how they've grown. Uh, That way everyone will have the opportunity in a larger setting to see those four semifinalists and we will then be able to announce the winner uh, there on the spot live in front of a larger audience who will have the opportunity to speak at EMS World Expo 2022. So we are gonna be looking for 16 candidates and our goal is to open submissions for it within a week of the agenda and speakers being announced for EMS World Expo. The reason we are gonna wait until after that is announced is we want everyone who is excited, passionate about learning, wants the opportunity to apply to the main conference. We know, unfortunately, not everyone's gonna get that opportunity to present and we are, we are then gonna open it up to those new speakers to turn around and submit to stand and deliver. So we don't want someone to submit to stand and deliver and lose that opportunity to submit to the conference because one of the requirements is that the, anyone who participates has not spoken at a national or international conference previously.
0: And it's all good stuff, and of course, we should mention that this is year two and we, we had the, the winners and the, uh, the, the top folks, shall we say, from last year presented this year, and so we saw them too in some really good ses- good collaborative sessions. Yes, Charlene Barber
1: uh, was the inaugural uh, winner of Stand and Deliver, and she presented this last year, and uh, I've heard phenomenal feedback of her presentation, and we actually saw a couple of other fantastic speakers, and because of their participation, uh, speakers like Natalie Zink had the opportunity to turn around and come back and speak at EMS World Expo as well.
0: So it's all good stuff. So we truly are providing a platform to present new talent to educators in the future and of course uh, I have to say we're not getting any younger so so the new talent coming through is absolutely amazing Kevin you're an educator so let's assume COVID's going to go away what are your top tips for for being the instructor the teacher the lecturer in the classroom
1: one of the biggest things I've found success in is It is okay to have your niche and not be the expert on certain areas and bring in help. Uh, I think that's the first thing that any educator needs to accept. Uh, That said, you can turn around and then focus on the areas of which you are an expert, on which you are comfortable presenting, and you can be confident. You have to be extremely passionate about the topic at hand. If you you as a speaker don't share passion for your topic, How are we going to impugn that passion and share that onto the audience and get them to embrace that what you are sharing is important, that it's going to impact patient lives? Uh, And that brings me into probably the second piece that I like to bring into every presentation I give is the so what factor. When we share information, when we provide it uh, to an audience, you need to be able to leave them with two, three, or four key takeaway points that they can use to change in in a clinical setting and clinical education here, change their medical practice tomorrow. So what can they do because they've heard you talk that they can adapt their presentation? We don't wanna end with, and you know you'll have to change all of your protocols to be able to apply any of this. There should always be a so what of what you can do tomorrow. Here's what you can do in the now, and then what you can do in the near and in the far with this information. Uh, that way they walk away field empowered to enact change.
0: Exceptional wise words, Kevin. Thank you so much. And uh, well, all I can say is uh, I know I'll see you before and we'll certainly talk before, but uh, I'm for one, I'm certainly looking forward to stand and deliver next year. Uh, so thank you for bringing that to us. Uh, thank you for being the uh, the wrangler that uh, gets all the judges in the right place at the right time. And, and uh, I'll see you again soon.
1: Absolutely. It's a pleasure being on here. Thank you for having me and look forward to talking the next time.
0: So that was my narration and thank you to my guest Kevin Colopy. I'd love to hear your comments in the comments section on the main article at ems1.com. You can follow me on LinkedIn or at Twitter at UKRobL and if you're listening on SoundCloud as always hang on for another great episode of Inside EMS. That's all for now. I've been Rob Lawrence and until next time bye for now.